Okay, so this is the commentary for episode four of Once Upon a Time in Vegas. Woo! Uh, I'm Alicia, and I'm Renee, and we're the co-writers of the show Once Upon a Time in Vegas. In case you weren't listening, <laughs> or you don't know what you've downloaded, yeah, all, all six of you that are downloading the commentary right now. Woohoo! Sick. <laughs> we are growing in popularity. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna start up the show here, and we'll talk for about 20 odd minutes and see what occasionally we'll pause see what hilarity ensues hilarity and there I am giving the previously that's you that is me yay because you know you're not in this episode no (laughs) neither is David Alt which I yeah, I, I'm not going to say anything because it'll ruin what I've voted for in the pendies. So. Shh. Spoiler. Spoiler. Oh. Oh, and there's Lexi. Previously, that was Philip Weber and uh, oh, oh, he's going to kill me. <laughs> William Raymer. William Raymer. <laughs> There's me again. Yay, there's you. I really like David Alta's jazz. Yeah, I do. He wasn't our first choice. No, no, he wasn't because he was a little too... He was a little British. He was a little bit British. And as much as we love you Brits, Jeff is not British in my head. But Um, he's really quickly becoming. I, uh, I almost cast Jeffrey Bridges. And he said, no, you cannot cast me because... I can't play a character that's named Jeff. So I have like to say that this song, the, the, the fairy tale waltz, waltz, is really creepy and very good. Uh, I love Kevin oh, McLeod. Stop your head. Hey, Susan. Like I love Susan as Terry. We use the Howard Hughes stuff a lot. No, we don't use it too much. And then we used it in, in Don't Come Back Until I Have a Penis. We used it in this one. I've always said people that are creepy and reclusive are like Howard Hughes. So, Not that... Well, I mean, towards the end of his life, he was really, really, really creepily reclusive, but... Oh, my God. The, the bad movie. Oh, God. <laughs> I love the bad movie. This ba- we need to at least make the bad movie. What is it? How the hell did you come up with that long freaking title. It's like a, a variation on an old poem that I wrote once. I, I wrote. I read once. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Get up, haiku. Get up, haiku. Yeah, the, the title of the poem was actually uh, the... N- uh, what was it? Oh. And so the night shall more than pay the hopeless longings of the day. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I love the bad movie. It's so horrid. We don't even know what the plot of the bad movie is. We just like put in like whatever. No, no. It was. I know he's an ex Interpol agent that is like has a, something about French poetry and about being a defense attorney in the states and has a gambling problem. Okay. If okay. they listen to the previous episode, then they know it. Yeah, and it's it's. So bad. No. Oh, but I love... Oh, well, when we get to the next scene, I'll talk about it. Okay. 
I love the music for the, the lobby and the girls' restroom. <laughs> really? I do. Because well, it just, I mean, it fits. Well, yeah. I wanted something touching, but at the same time, still kind of upbeat. Really? You didn't just play it for, like, this is the kind of music you hear in a... In the lobby. In the lobby? No, no. If I was looking for that, it would have been like da 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 da. Oh, I thought I, you know, I liked it because it's it's quite honestly something I'd hear like at like really? Nordstroms or like yeah. the 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 movie lobbies at like the places in Los Angeles. They don't really? play soundtracks. They play oh. like music like that. When I worked in an Edwards, it was all like old show stuff. It's a lot like Disneyland when you walk in and it's like, hey, it's the Music Man. Or, no, Oklahoma mostly. <laughs> okay, these two, Philip and Lexi. I love them because they each give me a million takes of every line. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Jeffrey couldn't play a character named Jeff, but Philip can play a character named Philip. Yeah. That's outrageous. Well, Philip Weber wasn't against it. Jeffrey was against it. Because uh, he didn't want people to think that I wrote the part for him but honestly people he Jeff was Jeff before I even met Jeffrey and Jeff was Jeff when I wrote it well I wrote the short story the short story the whole well one of the short stories that the whole thing was based on and it was really short mm. like 10 pages amen I really like the character of Philip Carter Grayson I, I do. do too he's so normal but he's like sweet. And he, I don't. He's very likable. He's very likable. I got a lot of auditions for him. For Philip? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can imagine why. Yeah. But sorry, we just you know we start listening sorry. and it, it's bad <laughs> that we listen. We should talk more. Talking is, is best in a commentary. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's just—it's not like we can comment on the visuals or anything. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is where we lit the—we actually lit a bar and had Philip and Lexi sit there and record their lines. That none of this is direct. I'm kidding. You're totally kidding. So you want to talk about the writing, Renee? Sure, we can talk about the writing. We sit down on Alicia's bed and we banter back and forth until we come up with something good. Or w we think is good. Most of the time it's like 3 in the morning and we go, that's genius! And we put it down and then we read it again and we go, what were we thinking? By then it's morning and we've slept. Uh, we've slept and, and <laughs> the alcohol is worn off. We don't drink when we write. Shut up! <laughs> All the best writers drink. I, I I can guarantee you. <laughs> I love that line. Which one? I'm the new K-Fed. <laughs> In the original story, Emily... Uh, Emily... Hodges. Hodges. Thank you. Emily Hodges um, broke up with him by fax. And by now, fax is completely... Yeah. Renee's girlfriend actually pointed out that nobody faxes anymore. It would have been by text, and so we're like. And by then, Brittany had broke up with K. Fed on his BlackBerry. We couldn't. We couldn't pass it up. Yeah. No way. It was too good a gag. 
That was my line. I love that line. <laughs> we should get matching tattoos. <laughs> it's because you're weird, Renee. Well, pay attention to this because the kitten tattoo will come back up later to bite you in the butt. <laughs> How well we know our stuff. Oh, damn. I love that we gave Philip that Achilles heel that he can't remember anybody's name. It's mm-hmm. like it's something implausible, I guess, in real life, or somewhat implausible. It's not implausible. I have problems with it all the time. But yeah. he's like chronically so. Yeah, this is true. It's it's. Have you ever like gone up to somebody you knew like maybe two years ago and like you were best friends, like soulmates forever? You run into them again and you're like you're um. God, what? Yes, it's you. Oh my God, you! But I never thought I'd see you here. But with Philip, you could tell him like in two seconds later, he'll call you something else. Yeah, it's really implausible, but not entirely impossible. Right. But I like it because it makes him even cuter for some reason. Yeah, it does. I can remember fake names, but I can't remember real names. (laughs) <laughs> One of my favorite scenes is coming up. <laughs> Lead paint chips, yay! There's my contribution. Lead paint chips. Okay. Here we have Cat Pride being a vixen. And she said that <laughs> she'd never done a. A, a role like that before mm-hmm. and so I'm listening to her quote unquote sexy noises and I'm laughing my ass off because she did so well and I'm she like, did I'm like Kat you need to do this more yeah speaking of which I have to say that this entire series has a lot of sex in it, it a lot of like embarrassing blushing moments of the, nearly porn, almost. Audio porn. Yeah. I'm kind of proud of that. It's like, I make people have sex. You're awesome. <laughs> you match up people who would never, ever, ever, ever see each other. Yeah. Ever. Oh, this is one of my favorite scenes. I love the chemistry that Jeffrey and Susan have. I mean, obviously... Yeah, you know, it's almost as if they're married or something. <laughs> obviously, they're really good together because they've been married for a, a, a while, but... They're just so cute, as Danny and Terry. I love they it. They are. What you doing? <laughs> She's happily quirky and very, 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 very funny too. Yeah. What are you doing with a box of candy and exacto knife and a calculator in the middle of the lobby? I love the whoppers. Thing. <laughs> the, 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 the whoppers thing. If you do this and and you do the math, Alicia actually was brilliant and worked this out. If you do the math, she's right. Terry is right. It is 15. It is 15. Oh, and the song in the background is called Sneaking or Scheming Weasel. I love this song. It, it's a theme. You'll, you'll hear it. The only other thing that you'll hear more often is the Terry Tell lullaby. Yeah. But this is almost... Almost every time you hear Terry, you'll probably hear this in the background. Because she's... 
She's the whack job. She's the most comical, I think, in the series. Oh, my God. Susan sent me an improv of that line going, oh, 50 cents for the refill? Sure, I only paid like $4 for the cup in the first place, and it probably only took you 10 cents to fill, but 50 more cents? Sure, here you go. <laughs> I love improv. I use a lot of them in the show. Yeah. Oddly enough, some of the bloopers that people send us oftentimes make it into the show. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> I like this part where it's like the the real uncomfortableness of people trying to Good. deny that they don't really like each other, but they do, but they don't. <laughs> They're pulling the whole will they, won't they, will they, won't they, yeah. No, actually I've heard that it only takes one person to make a bad conversation. <laughs> Backpedal! Backpedal! <laughs> They're pant-like. <laughs> I love that line. Um, thank you. <laughs> and we go back to the bar with uh, Philip and Chloe. Oh, they're laughing at nothing. like Lexi. She sounds really pathetic. But you like her. Yeah, you know, yeah. We, there's some that it just, I think she she has that nice line between yeah. between pathetic and whiny but really strong. You know, she's yeah. trying really hard, but. That was one thing I was difficult about casting Chloe actually, because a lot of the people who tried out made it her too whiny, and after a while of listening to her, you get really sick of it. Yeah, you want to throw your laptop across the room. <laughs> but Lexi, she was, because Chloe's based on me, basically. So I came in to Renee's room screaming, going, oh my god, Lexi's so me, it's scary. <laughs> yeah, Lexi's more me than me. You're going to make me really late. I love the way Philip said that line. Hmm, which one? You're, you're gonna make me really late. I, I love that. You can that tell that he likes her right away. I know. So cool. Because you know he wants that reality, that realness, and Chloe's very real. And I gotta say, William, William Reamer is awesome as Denise. It's like you would swear that's a girl. No, no, two different people two different people. He does really actually have to play two different people. He does. I'm very impressed with that. Go, William. Oh, my God. Here comes the dysentery line. <laughs> Yay. Daddy's so cute. He is so cute. I just want to squeeze him. He's the epitome of the guy who's so handsome and he doesn't know it. He's been beaten down and all that. <gasps> oh my god, Ara Pelodi. <gasps> oh my god, oh, I love Ara. Oh, she's evil. In every episode, she gets more and more evil. And like, guaranteed, by the end of the year, you're going to want to shoot her. <laughs> Ginger, not Ara. Uh, no, not I mean, you're going to want to hug Ara and like, kiss her all over and other things. Ha, 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 ha. 
Okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, because of her brilliance, you know. Yeah. Oh, God. I love the dysentery line. <laughs> Terry is based off of Renee's friend Sharon, and Sharon really will just say anything to get a laugh. Pretty much. Wonderful. Oh, wonderful, Ara. Sure we really haven't talked a whole lot about the show, I guess. We've mostly been saying, oh, I love you. You're such a good oh, actor. Great. This is great. Oh, I love this part. Oh, God. Susan actually did her own soda slurping. That helped me so much. <laughs> Yay. Soda slurping. Done by Susan Bridges. Well, it's hard to get those so kind of yeah. sound effects accurate. When she ate the Whopper, she actually did her own crunching. I think she was eating oh, a pretzel or something. Oh, that? No, she couldn't have eaten any pretzel. It, it was something... It, it was a gluten-free something pretzel. Something crunchy. <laughs> it's fantastic. This is so cool. I really like how Terry stays perfectly calm while Ginger totally loses it. Yeah. Uh, now that's good soda. Uh, Ginger, they're all out of diet. Uh, that's too bad. <laughs> 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 False sympathy. We really, really wanted Ginger to um, flip out over something so trivial. Only, I mean, if it had been somebody else, she probably would have been irritated, but because it's Terry, yeah, we really wanted her to, to really honestly just lose her mind over something small. Yeah. And, you know, that's the, in keeping with the Snow White story. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, those of you who didn't notice, that wasn't Pierre. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that was actually uh, David Chapman. But uh, he did her... Neither are pretty little. One... That was David Chapman. So yeah, that was Perry Whittle in the beginning. He has that nice low voice, kind of like Pierre or like Jeffrey's doing. Yeah, Perry Whittle is Mr. Everybody Else because he also played the concessionist. Yeah. You've got you've got everybody who's got a name, and then there's and the rest, you know, <laughs> which is usually David Chapman, Perry Whittle, or. Oh, I'm sorry. Kristen Bays. Kristen Bays. God, I love her. Oh, we have to write more for them. They're so funny. (laughs) Yay! My arm is falling asleep. Well, move it. 
There we go. There we are. I love that. Mm. Shines so brightly, you blind her. I like yeah. it. Yeah, it's a well, very good one. Well, it's pretty much what Cinderella does. Yeah. I mean, if anybody took a close look, I'm certain that they would see. Did I know you? <laughs> Tragic. Tragic. Not sweat. Oh, God, anything but sweat. I like that. The wave of magic wand line. There's a lot of those in there. I mean, we we always bring it back to the whole fairy tale thing. Yeah, there were a lot. Like in a previous episode, Tessa just goes off, and there's a lot of uh, references about you know wolves, wolves, and you'd rather chew off your own arm. Oh, and here I am reading the credits. Yay, credits for you! Yay! 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 This was actually the first episode Yay, with um with Jeffrey in it. You're right, it is. Yeah, I remember I sent out the script and he was like, Hey, I have lines. Oh, it was David Chapman who was this concessionist. I, I yeah. about lost it when I heard his audition. I, it was great. Oh, is it the pimply teenager with the pimply teenager? Voice? Yeah, funny. Uh, and the cast for the <laughs> bad movie. So that's our commentary. Yay! I hope you listen to the next episode. It's going to be interesting. Really good. Least. Yeah, it ends really well. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we're going to say about that. that's all we're going to say. You'll be very happy with the ending. <laughs> At least I was. <laughs> <laughs> that's you and me! Yay! Go us! Yay, us! And there's, there's Jeffrey! Jeffrey. Dot com. Thanks for, for listening. listening. <laughs>